All right, so mm, we're still doing this podcast thing. I should probably get some music to be like, boom, 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 boom. It's my podcast. Um, I do have, like, music and, like, a, a startup video, you know, on my YouTube channel, but I don't hear. I just wanted to jump into this uh, conversation really quickly. I just finished a, a lesson, all right? And I just wanted to, like had a little bit of information about um, this concept, you know, uh, this concept where, you know, you know, I was talking to the student about curriculum and like, what, what am I trying to accomplish here? And like, do I have a set curriculum? Can I send him merrily on his way through a, a defined process? And yes and no. So that's the whole point. Like, all right, so I got an email from the author of the book that I teach. And he said, hey, look, I received your email, uh, you know, a month ago. And you said that you were going to have some major improvements to discuss with me by the end of uh, November. And now today it's December 1st. So I have officially failed. And that's one of my weaknesses, actually, is that, like, I can, I push things away. Like, look, I've been working on this project for five years, you know. And because it's like I wanted to hit a point where, like, see, and actually, sometimes when I'm working with a student, they help me to see things as well. So uh, there's this one guy, and he, he said, hey, look, here's an article. I'd like to read it together. And the article had this concept called the minimal, vi minimally viable audience. All right, so this is bleeding edge information. It's like saying, hey, I'm on the edge of society. And actually, you know, you shouldn't be focusing on like, so, okay, so the, the thing is like, it's the chicken or the egg. So, okay, so I have a product, and then I go into the market and see if there's a market for that product. Or I go into the market, and I ask for the needs of the market, and then I design a product around that need. Now, generally speaking, we are specialized, people are specialized, and generally speaking, a lot of the things that we're designing and, and enhancing and using as features in products and services are not new. There's like not something like groundbreaking. Groundbreaking! You know? It's usually just little things here and there. Like, so, what? like I do, what? What do I do? I, I present thinking tools. So, I, I help people to talk about a variety of themes related to processes in business. And so today's today's lesson, I'm talking to a CEO. He manages 30% of the market in his country for a product. I mean, this is a serious player. And he said he has like... 3,000 hours or something, or was it 1,000 hours? At least 1,000 hours, at least 1,000 um, skydiving. And he's like flying around and he's filming his buddies because they do like formations. And he's a cameraman for like this kind of formation. I don't even know. It sounded crazy to me. But very interesting. I have done this thing we call skydiving. 
So, so today, I mean, I know he's feeling stressed out because he's doing a lot of hiring right now. And I wanted just to kind of get in and have a chat with him. Um, I wanted to get him focused. And the thing is that, that I'm like, I'm questioning the curriculum. Like, obviously, because I have one student who's giving me pressure to question the curriculum. I'm also getting pressure from the author of the book. He's saying, hey, where's the course? So obviously, if I'm creating a course, there has to be a curriculum. It means the tool has to be ready. It means that the PPT has to be ready. And then I go through the PPT and teach the course. It means all the examples have to be ready. Everything has to be ready to go. I did a, you know, I did a draft one and it's like 90% ready to go. So I did the draft. The author's like, good, good to go. Let's make the, let's do the thing. Let's do the, let's make the tool. Let's make the course. So, but as I question, what should that curriculum look like? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm able to picture it from a variety of points of view. So for example, from a CEO, his point of view, is he going to see it the same way as a new manager? So a sales manager is different from a sales director and a C-level sales director is different from a CEO. So I just started from the very beginning of the book and the beginning of the, the book, Create Crucial Insight, is this thing where people sometimes, they, they fail to achieve results and then there are seven sentences. And I went through those seven sentences with two different people, very, both very, very successful people. One guy, he's from China and he hardly speaks English. And he was saying, yeah. So I asked him like, okay, so where do you want to be with your English in, you know, in, uh, three months from now. And he's like, I want to be speaking fluently in English. I want to be speak. I want to be thinking in English and cause he speaks Spanish fluently. He was in some country in, in South America for like forever. So, and now I guess he's learning Portuguese. He wants to learn English. So, and so the first sentence it said we could have achieved. So I'm like, so what did you, what would you like to have achieved in three months from now? And we look back and I say, what did you, what did, cause, and then you're angry with me. And then you say, I don't want you to be my teacher anymore. Why? What was it that you wanted to achieve? Why are you upset? And he's like, yeah, so I want to be fluent in three months. Yeah. It's, you know, the, the CEO, he's kind of the same way. Right. So I'm like, what do you, where do you want to be in three months from now? And he's, he's the same thing. I want to be fluent. C1, whatever. Are you crazy? How much time do you have outside of class to be? you know, focusing on grammar, going through exercises. And he's like, obviously not. So everyone's like, come on. So I'm just like, guys, let's be more realistic. Set some real goals. Like, what is the goal here? What are we actually, what's, what are we capable of doing? Because one of the other sentences is we did not have adequate capabilities. We did not work adequately enough together as teams. You know, things like that. So... So, yeah, so we started from the same place with both of these guys. Now, that kind of led to eventually uh, I introduced him to this um, 
this other CEO's work. So the thing about my process, my uh, my consulting, my coaching process is that because we use a series of nine or ten uh, checklists, you know, tables. So it's in a table format, and we talk about themes. And so once you're familiar with the checklists, once you're familiar with these tables, then when I sh if I show you some other some work from another student so we don't write personal data on the checklists we're just using general concepts and ideas so they can be kind of shared sometimes because in business we're all trying to keep the the ship floating moving in the, the correct direction and making sure everything all the connections are checked on you know in the company so Anyway, so I decided, okay, so come on in. So he was, because he was ready for a change in the lesson. So we changed the tempo. We changed the topic. And the next thing was, so I showed him the CEO's work. And I said, based on, okay, I showed him the state progress or make progress checklist of the CEO. And I said, based on this, who is this guy? And so we went through the sentences. We read the work, you know, we step by step, who is this guy? And then, so the CEO from this other company, he's, this is the first time that he's, his mind is opened up to the thoughts of another CEO, perhaps. And because I have all of the, if all of his, the CEOs from this other company, everything's documented. I have it all written out sentences. And the guy was, he was particularly concerned about some aspect of technology. And then I was able to ask the CEO, so we went, we, we were able to pinpoint one specific sentence. And I said, you as a CEO, what's the issue here? What's the problem? And then, and then he was able to, to tell me his thoughts because he could literally go in and talk about a specific theme, very specific theme and typical activities related to some aspect of this guy's business, which also, this CEO, he has some experience with as well. So it's interesting, you know. And then he gave me like four questions because I'm like, if I, if you, if I was cheating, if I was, if you, what what questions would you be asking as the CEO? And then I just added those to that student's file, like right on the, you know, right in his uh, document. Why not, right? So next time I'll be like, okay, so here's the questions. Did you ask this of your CTO? So from there, then I, so actually I teach two people from the same company. So I said to the CEO from this, you know, from this other company, I said, hey, let's check out this other guy. So this is the sales director. This is the C-level manager. And then tick, 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 we went down to a very specific issue, which is uh, related to uh, the dashboard of a sales manager and salesman. And like, we're talking about what kind of data comes from these sales experiences and how does that go and feed back into the, the, the technology that's used in the uh, in the marketing efforts so that they can target their marketing efforts at the right targets and also so that they can feed the salespeople hot leads according to their best conversion rate you know based on those profiles and then I introduced them to this other area. So like I have this one, another student from Brazil, and he works for a management consulting company. And I asked him for some advice and he told me his advice. And he said, look, look at the lead time for the sales. This is one, this is one way to optimize a process. One, one, one element, 
one aspect, one way. All right, so you just, you create the customer profiles and then you create your salesman profiles. And then you look at the lead time for all of the sales. That means how long did it take for the salesperson to close the sale? And you can define specific metrics based on the effort that the salespeople have engaged in. So there's all different types of efforts that uh, salespeople can log for you know hours or minutes or seconds that are allocated to a specific customer. And then you take all of those numbers and then you can define, okay, so this customer profile in general, they spend this much time in this area, this much time in this area, this much time in this area. And this is all of the time that the salesperson has been, has been engaged with this customer. And then this was the result. This is how much money that we got from this customer. This is how much we paid in infrastructure. This is how much we paid our salesmen. This is how much we paid. This is how we allocate those costs to all these different cost centers. Are we making money? How much money are we making? How do we, how can we increase? How can we change all those different analytics, all those different numbers? How do we do this? Right? So, <clears throat> so this guy from the consulting firm in management consulting company in Brazil, he's now managing like 12 people, a whole bunch of different product products, mainly focused in and like this is what I'm telling you, everybody's focusing on this right now in the market that I'm talking to. It's uh, like your customer's data. Like here, what is your customer doing? What is your customer thinking? How do you understand your customer's needs? How do you fulfill better those needs? How do you help the customer emotionally to go through the process of, of feeling loyalty for your brand? All these things are think digital marketing related and also customer retention and how to find new customers and communicating, going through the process of, uh, of creating a relationship with these people then, and then how to increase that to then, you know, stapling them down to some commitments, you know, asking them to pass over some commitment. This is like, everybody's talking about it. CEOs are talking about it, sales. I guess I talk to a lot of people in sales. So it was interesting talking to this uh, CEO because we were able to go through these different examples. And I think for me, like the course, as I build this course, that one important thing will be to update some of the examples, have some updated examples, and to be able to be like, hey guys, hey everybody, look, I've just added another example to the course, new material. And then also probably to be, yeah, I guess that's the main focus right now, it's a course. So that's the, yeah, that's basically what I wanted to say today. It's just that I had a chat with the CEO and then uh, I was able to get some information from him to discuss some items about another CEO and then also return back to the guy that I talked with you guys about yesterday just to say, hey, who is this guy? Like, you know, let's look at it from a different perspective. Let's look at it from a C-level perspective because, you know, I guess I was kind of emotional about it, you know, yesterday. Today, looking at it from a C-level perspective, it's like, hmm. yeah, it's a whole different experience. So there you go, the space between ideas. I'm Blake Gates. Thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you again sometime later.